Story 10 of Bumper the White Rabbit. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Maria de Fatima da Silva. Bumper the White Rabbit by George Ethelbert Walsh. Bumper sees his first black crow. When Bumper floated away from the mouth of the sewer on his raft, he felt quite jubilant and a little proud of his achievement. He had escaped the bats successfully, and now he had found a way out of the sewer itself. He was so puffed up by these exploits that he wasn't a bit afraid of what might happen to him on the river. This is really much better than being cooped up in the old woman's backyard, he reflected. Not even Jimsy or Weedles ever dreamed of such adventures as I've had. My, I feel like a great traveler already. But when the current of the river began to draw his raft away from the shore into the middle, his enthusiasm was not quite so great. The stream grew rougher and little white caps appeared ahead. His raft began to bob up and down, and pretty soon a wave washed over it and wet Bumper's feet. This made him very uncomfortable, for a rabbit doesn't like wet feet any more than a cat does. He tried to sit up on his hind legs and dry his front paws, but other waves washed over the raft and wet his haunches. He couldn't very well stand on his front paws and dry his hind ones, so he had to endure the wet and cold. The river passed through a beautiful field all aglow with flowers and green grass, but the shore was too far away for Bumper to swim to it. I'll leave well enough alone, he said, and stick to my raft. Then he came to a woods through which the river flowed. It was swampy here and twigs and tree trunks seemed to grow out of the water long distances from the shore. If I can find a tree fallen in the river, I'll hop on it and escape, Bumper reasoned. He was so absorbed in watching for a chance to escape that he hardly noticed a black shadow hovering over him. Not until it approached very close did he duck his head and look up. Caw! Caw! It was a big black crow. Now Bumper had never seen a crow. In fact, he had never seen any of the wild animals of the woods, for it must be remembered that he was born in the city. Of course, he had seen plenty of sparrows, for they live in the cities, and also sewer rats. A few bats had also flown over the old woman's backyard on warm nights hunting insects and Bumper was more or less acquainted with them. But a crow, he didn't know what it was. So when the loud, raucous cry assailed his ears, he squatted down on his raft, expecting every minute to be attacked by the black shadow above. Caw, caw, screamed the big bird. Mr. Caw, Mr. Caw, cried Bumper, supposing that was the bird's name. Good morning, how do you do? Now, the crow is very sensitive about his inability to sing. 
he used to think that cawing was singing until the birds all laughed at him after that he kept by himself and very rarely joined the other birds in the woods or fields bumpus calling him by that name very naturally angered him it was a slight a slur upon his voice and he resented it at once it must be remembered also that the crow had never seen a white rabbit before and bumpus appearance floating on the plank had excited the bird's curiosity white rabbits don't run wild in the woods and bumper was almost as much a mystery to the crow as the latter was to the former all the rabbits mr crow knew were gray or brown with a white belly and tail and none of them had pink eyes so it was quite natural that the blackbird should be curious and surprised at the sight of a pure white rabbit with pink eyes floating down the river on a raft caw caw screamed the crow flapping his wings so that the wind made by them ruffled bumper's hair yes yes mr caw i understand replied bumper getting excited by the nearness of this big black thing how dare you make fun of me cried mr crow striking the tip of bumper's ears with his wings i'll teach you to laugh at my voice with that he struck out with both wings and nearly upset bumper from his raft frightened by this exhibition of anger bumper's teeth chattered and his voice shook i wasn't making fun of your voice mr Cor, he said i think it's a very sweet and pleasant voice please don't upset my raft the crow a little mollified by this flattery circled around the raft and surveyed the scene below with eyes filled with curiosity what are you anyway he called down at last you look like mr rabbit but i never saw one so white before what's your name and what are you doing on that raft i'm bumper the white rabbit and rabbits are never white interrupted the crow but i assure you i am then you're not a rabbit you're something else bumper smiled and tried to look pleased would you be something else if you were white he asked now this reference to an old fable of the crows touched a sensitive spot there were white crows or at least there were rumors of them and every crow liked to believe the story was true if one white crow then why not more why shouldn't all crows be white did you ever see a white crow the bird asked crow crow stammered bumper is that your name i'm sorry mr crow i made a mistake you see i'm from the city and crows don't live there no i should say not unless the white ones do he came nearer and showed excitement answer me did you ever see a white crow if all rabbits from the city are white then maybe that's where the white crows come from now bumper was learning shrewdness and he saw right away through the vanity of the bird that had him at his mercy so instead of answering directly he pretended that he knew a great deal more than he did i'm surprised mr crow he said that you've never been in the city to see for yourself you really mean to tell me you've never been in the city why no it's not a place for crows 
Maybe not for black ones, but white crows are perfectly safe there. The same as white rabbits. I never saw one hurt there. Don't men shoot them? No, people don't shoot birds and animals in the city. They're not allowed to carry guns at all. You're really safer than out here in the country. But there's nothing to eat in the city. Not for crows, is there? All the white crows I knew were well fed, and the sparrows get plenty. People feed them sometimes in the park. Why, there are squirrels that have all the nuts they can eat, and they don't have to hunt for them. White squirrels, interrupted Mr. Crow eagerly. Did you ever see a white squirrel, Mr. Crow? asked Bumper instead of answering this question. No, I never did. Then, sighing, I'm afraid there are none. Mr. Crow wasn't so much interested in white squirrels as in white crows, and he dismissed the matter from his mind. After a pause, he added, I believe I'll take a trip to the city, if there's no danger. I'd like to visit some of the white crows. It may be if I stay with them in the city, I'll turn white too. Bumper didn't want to deceive him, but he was still afraid of him. Instead of answering directly, he asked, Before you go, Mr. Crow, can't you help me to get ashore? I'm very tired of this raft. You make so much wind with your beautiful wings, I'm sure you could blow me in shore with them. Yes, I suppose I could, was the reply. Well, since you were kind enough to tell me about my relatives in the city, I'll help you. He began beating his wings violently, and the wind from them nearly blew Bumper off the raft, but the board floated closer and closer to the shore until the rabbit with a hop landed on it and bade the crow goodbye. End of story 10